to the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one show to bring you all things Club America and English. Your hosts for today are Ivan Pineda, Cristian Rosendo, Alexis Juarez, and everyone's favorite cowboy, Dylan Jimenez. Now let's hit the field and start the show. Gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Eagle Eye Podcast. Today, we're going to be recapping and talking about the Tour Aguila, and we're going to be talking about those 1 0 victories against uh, Atlas and Tigres. I'll get a couple of uh, inputs from these gentlemen today as how they think our preseason went. We'll be looking ahead into the future as we get you guys ready for the upcoming Apertura 2021, and then, of course, plenty of rumors to talk about in regards to what this America side is going to look like ahead of the first kickoff match against Querétaro in almost two weeks time away and to help me out to do all of that and more as always our beloved co-host it is none other than Christian Rosendo and everyone's and New York favorite resident no sorry it's New York favorite resident Christian Rosendo and yeah we know uh, you're tired (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, you know what? I just I I can't even finish this introduction. AJ is with us as well, ladies and gentlemen. Damn, uh, just AJ. How are you guys? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm also a little bit tired, but you know we're up in here, ready to talk all things America. Have a lot of information to share with you guys tonight. Um, in regards to the upcoming season, some information that people may like, some people some people may have um opinions about it, but nonetheless, I can't wait to share everything with you guys. And Ivan, I hope you had a great time in San Antonio. Oh man, San Antonio, what an amazing time. I mean, it's been less than 24 hours that, you know, uh, not a little bit more than 24 hours since I've left. And um, all I can say is it was amazing. Uh, we got able, we were able to meet up with, uh, with, with a couple of colleagues and, and some very good friends of ours. And uh, it was amazing. It was great. To everyone that went out there, we'll talk a little bit more about this uh, uh, America Tigres game in just a second. But uh, everyone out there made the atmosphere just that much more better. Um, and again, I couldn't be happier to be able to, uh, you know, spend the weekend over there in San Antonio. So, AJ, how uh, how are you feeling after this uh, preseason? Uh, we still can't make that threshold score more than one goal in a match or just even hit three. But hey, we're getting wins left and right, so I can't be upset about that definitely but all right gentlemen let's 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 go into this and let's talk um let's talk what the preseason was for america after this game against tigres america officially closes out their preseason uh tour here in the united states we have one more match before we actually start uh the kick of the season which is going to be against atlanta game which i think we all are to the consensus that probably will not be broadcasted and probably is going to be a game where you kind of just put some of the players that you kind of might have doubts as to whether or not they're going to continue with America and see whether or not they could stick around and, you know, apport something to, to get, bring something to this team in mm. the end. Um, but Christian, overall, how are you feeling? We'll talk a little bit more about in regards to the details of, especially the Stigler's game. I think it's important that we dive into it because I think, it was the one game out of the three where I thought we were the most clumsiest, or at least the, not the best. I, I think the third game against Tigres was our worst game out of all of them. But overall, what does this Solari team leave in regards to a taste for for this upcoming season, as far as this preseason goes? I mean... Uh, after, the, after, the, after the first preseason game, we kind of knew... 
what we were guiding ourselves into this season. Um, kind of seemed like the same thing over and over again what we saw last year, which I think most of us were fine. Um, we just wanted to see how maybe some new players could give us different, um, you know, options going forward. And, you know, are we more solid in the back and, you know, things like that. Um, we see what, you know, what Layun can do with us. You know, at times he was good. At times, you know, he was Layun. Yeah. Um, so definitely something to look out for throughout the season to see how many starting opportunities he gets. Um, even after when Jorge is back, uh, I, I don't know if, if it's something somebody would want to do. Um, but it seems more to me like he's just maybe like kind of an off the bench kind of player, you know, safety minute kind of guy. You know, you need an option up front and you you bring him on. But other than that, I don't see him really having much of an important role with the team. Um, notable players, I think we saw Roger Martinez, Alvaro Fidalgo, Oscar Jimenez. I think were three standouts. Um, good to see that Roger is still kind of keeping up with his form from last game of the last season. Um, against Pachuca, so like we all, like, we all American Indians want. We all want to see that throughout the whole season. Hopefully that happens. Filago seems to be, you know, more more in tune with his game. Uh, for me, I think he's going to be the player of the season for us. Other than Roger Martinez, I think that this is going to be a, a big year for him, and I think he wants to prove to everyone that you know he he can be a top player in this league, and I I, I think he has everything to uh, everything at his disposal to kind of make that happen. And you know, Oscar Jimenez, uh, Ivan. I know, I know, Chola's your your man, but I, I think you got to be impressed with what Jimenez did this preseason. Oh, definitely, I'm hugely impressed. I, and I was talking to Dylan. We were in the press box on Saturday. And, uh, you know, Jimenez made what like two, three really, really amazing saves, and I was like, you know what, the man's feeling it. He's playing, and I feel like he's playing more for a "Hey, look, come and buy me" type of situation. <laughs> like I can, I can do this type of job regularly. Um, we'll have to wait and see. And talking about Dylan, he says, Layun is trying to get Fidalgo's spot playing attacking midfield. We'll talk a little bit about that because I think Layun was uh, uh, not the best player against Tigres and was a little bit all over the pitch. At one point, I found him taking shots from, like, you know, Dylan said, atta- center attacking mid position. Uh, and we'll get to that in just a second. But uh, all right. Not bad. I mean, AJ, I got your consensus on it, too. I mean, you said it. We, we seem to be struggling to break that threshold of being able to score more than one goal. Um, but again, I kept reiterating this. It's a Solari team. We're going to get Solari victories. And if it's one thing we've noticed is that we're not... I don't want to necessarily say we're content with scoring a goal and then calling it a day. I think more or less we're... We're comfortable and and we can we can ride out or see out games, even with a small margin like a one nil victory, mm-hmm. um, which I think is important. You know, I, I think luck does play a, a favor at times because let's face it, even if you look at the Atlas game where we walk away with a one nil victory, they deserve something out of that matchup as well. It wasn't that we were the more dominant side and that we kept it just as tight as in the back as possible. I think that, you know, we we were clumsy and, and we should have at least let in a goal. But like Christian mentioned, Oscar Jimenez, uh, you know, what a night he was having in, in San Jose. And then, of course, against Tigres, we get fortunate that they get a goal called back offside. And then minutes later, we're down the other side of the pitch scoring a goal. Um, and, and, and those are two different spectrums. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But I, I think that so far, you have to say so good. It, it's a preseason tournament well not really tournament but a tour and from what we saw i think that we should feel comfortable i mean this team hasn't really changed much at all it's the same team with maybe just a few additions here and there sprinkled all around 
um, no major, you know, big departures to kind of say, oh, we have a hole in the in 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 the starting eleven that we need to fill. If anything, you know, it's just some of these players that are gonna have minutes because of the Tokyo situation are stepping up and saying, look. I can take care of the job. I mean, for another player, I think you didn't mention Christian, but I think was pretty solid is Fernando Madrigal. You know, Madrigal came into this when we thought, what was he going to bring? Was he going to be an also, or was he going to be, uh, you know, a, a different type of player? And he's shown to be that he can step it up and play in an America jersey. Uh, you know, I was fa- fairly impressed with him against Santos, fairly impressed with him against Atlas. And, you know, Tigres, I think maybe he did die. A little, I'm not that. Excuse me, but he did um, kind of just fade into the into the match and not really make a big standout as he did in the prior two games. But it was um, it was interesting. It was interesting to say the less. Uh, but do you guys have anything specific you guys want to talk about in regards to that Atlas game before we jump into this Tigres game? Because I do want to highlight something in this matchup. No, not really. Honestly. Okay. I agree. It wasn't kind of like, you know, it, it It was just kind of one of those games. We went in there, we did our thing. Atlas mm-hmm. was trying to be very disruptive with, with the fouls and everything. But we got the victory, move on. Now, Saturday's game is an interesting one because the narrative is Solari versus Piojo. Um, and how did you guys feel coming to this, this one, knowing that that was going to be the narrative? I didn't really pay too much attention to it. I know the re- the real fight will be in the in the real season, um, with both teams being at a hundred percent. But it was definitely interesting to see Piaha on the other side uh, of the of, of the of the sideline. Um, I don't know. I, I I just feel like what we saw Saturday will not be the same thing that we're gonna see in the regular season. Um, but nonetheless, though, um, it was definitely interesting seeing seeing that image. And I think this matchup against Tigres was an interesting one. I was talking to Dylan about this, is that I think the starting 11 that he puts out against Tigres is about 90% of what we should expect to see against Querétaro on, on not this Thursday, but the following one. Um, I mean, you even saw it that he didn't make too many substitutions. I mean, he didn't watch this game with an abundance of substitutions like in, in prior matches. You know, he... He had players go the full 90 that I didn't expect to go the full 90. I mean, no, the only reason why Roger comes off is so Nico can get a little bit of playing time. I mean, what, like a minute at most. Uh, Pedro Aquino comes out a little bit of a knock, but these are two players that you would expect got, would sub, be subbed out by the 70, 75th minute. They went almost the full 90. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, Linus gets, gets what, the full 90 as well. So it, it, it's good to see that he wasn't impulse to being, okay, let me substitute the players that I need to substitute. Um, so it, it, it was good on that aspect. I did. I was worried though, Christian, because like you mentioned, this wasn't the most strongest Tigres side. And you said it yourself. You're like, well, if we can't beat this Tigres side convincingly, then what can we expect from this America side? And at times we were pushed to the limits. We were on the ropes. Um, it, it felt that we didn't really have an answer against them, and mm-hmm. I, I would even dare to say that our goal comes against the run of play. I don't know if you agree with that, AJ. Um, yeah, no, we just had an open, we just had an open um opportunity for um Javarez to just go through that defense. Really, just bad marking, really by the by the biggest players. They just left them all that space. Really, other than that, then 
he really didn't look too scary on the offensive. At all. And defensively, we, we didn't look so sound either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, you had to rely on Oscar Jimenez to make some really good saves. I mean, Tigres had a clear-cut chance in front of goal that they somehow, you know, missed. Um, and, and so, again, it falls down to the line of, I think that we got lucky, we got a bit uh, fortunate. Uh, and a part of me would have wondered, what would this America side look like if we would, if we would have gone down a goal? What would mm-hmm. that reaction be? And I think that's something that we didn't see this preseason. Uh, and we might just have to see it happen in the regular season. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to wait. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. But it did worry me that the Steelers side was just a, a tad bit better than us in this game. Which I, I think they deserved a little bit more. And uh-huh. if it wasn't for the abundance of substitutions that Piojo does, Christian... I, I, you know, I don't think the Tigres side gets as disrupted as it is to for us to score a goal on them. No, definitely, and you know that's always going to happen when these preseason games. You know, you make these changes and everything gets kind of thrown thrown off the thrown off the table. Um, I don't know. It's 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 definitely interesting to see us being pushed to the limit, especially knowing that this will most likely be ninety five percent of the team that will be starting against Querétaro on Thursday night. Um, and Querétaro, by all means, is not an easy team. You know, they're, they're a team that can, that can, you know, that can surprise you, uh, especially at home. Uh, so, you know, it is, a, it is a tad worrying. But I think you also got to realize that, you know, I don't think Salati has everything concrete, especially with two additions coming in uh, tomorrow's training. I think those two offer a lot of, a lot of you know, help on the offensive side. Um, one most likely going to start over the other. The other one maybe there for a, for for a short time but we'll talk about that more a little bit later but if given the opportunity to play with the first team in an official league game i think this player can provide a lot more than what our current player in that position has right now yeah and 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 i mean we might as well just talk tell the people who we're talking about you you're talking about richard sanchez and renato ibarra renato ibarra correct practicing with the first team again and what does that look like for America? Well, we'll talk about in just a second because I don't think it's as plain as simple as saying, oh, Natavara is going to come in and he's going to start practicing with the team. And, and now we have an abundance of foreigners. And, you know, we still have a big situation that we got to talk about in just a second as to what America is going to do with all these foreigners. Yeah. Um, and and the crew reality of it is that we're coming down to a deadline here and America needs to find an answer yesterday. And they haven't yet. And, and and we'll have to wait to see what happens on that aspect. But you're right. Let's let's. I, I kind of just want to highlight a little bit of this game because, um, like I mentioned, I was down there with Dylan, and and we were over there. Um, it was um, it was quite the scene. Uh, America Nista showed up, but uh, Tigres fans definitely made themselves be heard. I think roughly, I'd say it was sixty forty, leaning towards a bit seventy thirty, but. I don't know. I'm 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 gonna be I'm gonna be a little bit more fair to Tigres fans saying sixty forty, um, and all I can say is is uh, you know what an atmosphere that they did out there. Uh, you know the the fans, not just from San Antonio. We had fans from all over the globe uh, going in there. You had fans from California. We had some New York supporters. Um, we had you know everywhere and anywhere that you thought of. There were some. There were people from Utah there. I was like, <laughs> how'd you guys make it over here? Um, but it was great. Uh, I will say this though: the fan fest was a little bit, 
was a, was, it was a sad one. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't as upbeat as, as they usually are. But then again, uh, the San Antonio weather was not as favorable as we expected it to be. Uh, we actually got caught in some rain, some pouring rain at the beginning of the match. And then whoever was there in that matchup knew how terrible it was when you had to leave the stadium. It was pouring. I'm telling you, Christian, me and AJ ended up going back to our room drenched. It looked like we just came out of a swimming pool. It was that crazy, Uh, but it was so much fun. And, you know, what's what's more crazy? I wasn't even there. This man mentioned me. That's the crazy part. Yeah, you said you and AJ. <laughs> oh, really? I thought yeah. I said me and Dylan. But you know what, AJ? You were with us in heart the whole in, time. In spirit, yes. There yes. you go. I was like, this is all AJ's fault. Um, but it was great. I I just want to say to everyone that, that, that was out there that, you know, we got to take pictures of, that we got to interview. Um, you know, thank you so much. We got to meet our sponsors in person. Uh, Mr. Miggy himself and Brian, who we've had multiple times here on the podcast, uh, it, it was it was amazing to be able to spend time with them, see them in person, meet them. Um, it was great, and really, to be honest, this is this is what this is all about, right? Being able to meet people in person, being able to go out there to the games, being able to experience the Americanismo and and, and do our thing is just phenomenal and and we just want to say thank you again to everyone that's listening to watching and uh, you know liking retweeting all of our stuff it, it, it means the world to us and because of that we get to bring you guys the content that you guys get to see uh and we hope we didn't disappoint i really do hope that we didn't disappoint we try to do our best and uh all i all i can tell you guys is that we're going to continue to push and hopefully give you guys even much better content this year than we did last year so hopefully you guys enjoyed that and again it was a really fun time in San Antonio. All we were missing is AJ and Christian, uh, but they were too busy that day. So, unfortunately, couldn't make it. <laughs> right. We're, we'll, we'll be eventually. You guys. Yeah, definitely. Definitely will be. Um, going back to this America Tigres game, is, is there anything else you guys want to highlight? I know some people are talking about, you know, the Golazo de Chavarreyes, which was kind of a bit in in the solo goal aspect of it, which I think was a really good goal. Um, but, I mean, anything else that you guys kind of want to highlight in regards to this game? Um, this Tigres side didn't have Talvin nor Guignac. And considering how this game looked and how America did not look like their grace, keep that in mind. This is the Tigres side without those two. So the real test will be during the regular scene to see how this scene can play with Diaz is arguably like their two best players on the squad. Well, one of them, but if not, two of their best players. So there's that. That is true. There's, there's also an America team without Richard Sanchez, without Henry Martin, without mm-hmm. Sebastián Cordova, without Jorge Sanchez. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that guy too. Uh, <laughs> so it's definitely going to be a whole different game. But uh, but like I said, there's, there's so many players missing for Solari that I think that these performances are getting kind of like the like the like the reviews of these performances are being a little too, I guess harsh in a sense. Not because you know we shouldn't be harsh on them because we should because this is going to be the team for the first three to four games of the season. Um, but in regards to like this is how the team is going to play the whole season, which I don't think is the case in a sense. I think that once you know our main guys get back, we're going to see a different dynamic because every player I just mentioned that are missing bring different things to. Um, to the table. So, you know, definitely be on the lookout for things to get drastically better 
when those arrive, when those players arrive. Um, I just hope that this team cleans up a little bit their act before the start of the season. I agree with you, Christian. I agree with you. Christian Vera saying, Ivan, better swing. I'm not too sure what he means by that. Um, I don't know who we're yeah, fighting. That, yeah, that guy. I don't know who we're fighting. Um, but maybe we're fighting each other. And if that's the case, then I will definitely do so. Um, I'm going for you first, AJ. Okay. <laughs> See me I'm in kidding. my office. I'm kidding. Um, but you're right, Christian. It, it's, you know, it, it ponders the question as to whether or not this America side is going to be um, a lot better with the inclusion of the players that are have left because of national team duties. And I know a lot of people are asking us to also whether or not are we going to get any more players to come in for America. Uh, I mean, it's like each week that that hope dies just a little bit more, right? And, and what was last week probably was like, yeah, I think we're like sixty uh, percent sure that we might get a new player come in and fulfill the squad. And then I think now it's like eh, it might be a fifty forty percent chance we might get a new player. Next week it's gonna be like, yeah, it's like a ten percent chance, guys. We're not gonna get anyone new. And I told you guys, and I told you guys, do not be surprised. If America doesn't sign any other player, because the reality of it is, uh, one, we don't have the money to sign anyone of high caliber, and two, we don't have no more spots at all, at all. And so it's going to be interesting to see what America does in this situation, because, I mean, if that's the case, and we're going to talk about it in just a bit, but. How confident are we in this squad that is literally the same squad as last season to go out there and compete for the championship? You know, that mm. is going to be a true question at hand. Um, but I mean, we'll, we'll answer it in just a second. But uh, gentlemen, anything else to add on in regards to America Tigres or this Tour Aguila? I just wish I could have I could have gone to one of the games actually because like you mentioned Ivan, the atmosphere must have been great and just to get to see some familiar faces actually on TV from La Monumental from New York, I miss hanging out with them. Used to go to friendly games with them, play the tarola. But hey, maybe someday again. And hey, get to meet with you guys. We all sit together and just watch on um, one of those America matches. It's the only thing I got. I need in my bucket list to do. <laughs> Definitely, I, I I agree with you. I agree with you, AJ. Um, but yeah, overall, look, America closes out this, the preseason in the States with a, a perfect record, a 1-0 perfect record in all three matches. That means three clean sheets, three victories, and, uh, you know, three different goal scorers, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, interesting enough, we'll have to see whether or not that kind of, you know, gives you, gives us an idea of what this America side is going to do this this season, which... I think it's fair to say probably doesn't. They're stretch of one week of matches. And I think, you know, these players just needed to get back into the rhythm of things. But I I think it's still hashtag Insolati we trust. So we'll have to wait and see what uh, this team is capable of doing. But for the most part, things are looking well. I just want to say again, thank you to everyone that uh, went out there at San Antonio. Thank you to uh, Primetime Sports for, uh, you know, putting this event together, working alongside with Club America. Um, you know, again, as always, an amazing event. They, they they always do an amazing job coordinating this and, and putting everything together. Um, and again, we couldn't be more than humble to be able to go and cover these matches. Again, means the world to us. And again, thank you to everyone that made 
that event possible. So it, uh, you know, hands down, amazing, amazing stuff. But all right, gentlemen, we're going to move on into the following topic, which is going to be transfer updates, rumors, lack of rumors, maybe. Um, and, and we'll dive down and we'll talk about exactly what is this America side going to look like? Because the start of the season, like I've mentioned, is literally right around the corner. But before we do, I do remind everyone that today's episode is brought to you guys by Foot Cult. And if you guys haven't done so already, make sure you guys go and head out over to footcult.com. Get some amazing products. Whatever you guys like on that website, you guys can use the discount code EEP at checkout to get 10% off. Again, that is discount code EEP at checkout to get 10% off all Foot Cult products. Again, thank you to Foot Cult for sponsoring today's episode. All right, gentlemen, Christian, this Hi. one goes to you. What is going on in America? Tell us, with your expertise, what is going on in America? Why can't we sell? Why has no foreigner left? Is anyone else going to come? Is anyone else going to go? Is, is Leicester City really in for Sebastian Cáceres? What is going on in the world of America? Uh, okay, well, let's start, we'll start. I think that's a good starting point. Um, Leicester City, yeah, this, this bomb came, came into me a little, little late, actually. Um, but it, it, it is true. Um, Leicester City did send representatives uh, to ask ask about Sebastian Cáceres uh, to see what's up with this contract, uh, what's his you know what's his plan. Um, but and that though, nothing else happened. Um, you know they have they have two other targets in mind, um, and Cáceres was kind of like their third option uh, just in case. But it seems like they're gonna wrap up their first one. So um, they haven't placed a bid yet. Um, but yes, there was representatives that asked for Sebastian Cáceres, but as of right now, nothing uh, with Leicester City. Um, Getafe, another team um, from Spain, who actually did place a bid for uh, Cáceres, but to my understanding, uh, the bid was either was either too small for America or it was in terms that wasn't favorable to America. Uh, so that's why America kind of rejected it, uh, and Getafe didn't place another bid. So it seems like America's firm on Cáceres to not let him go this summer. Um, we'll revisit the topic back in, in the winter um, because it seems like this player is attracting interest uh, from Europe. So, um, I mean, that's always a good sign for a young player like him. Um, it was always the goal in mind whenever he came. It was, you know, to kind of you know, show, showcase his talent, show what he got. And then make make the jump, and I think he has everything to do with it. It's just I think his game is a little more fine tuning. Um, you know, he was he was he was definitely solid last season, but there were definitely some noticeable mistakes that he did. Uh, hopefully, he clean up his act and uh, maybe get his dream move in the. I would say next summer, but I don't rule, rule out anything in the winter. Interesting, interesting. Well, I mean. At least we know that there's teams knocking at the door. It's just, mm-hmm. I guess, the price is a little bit too low. Well, at least yeah. and I, think, I think Leicester City would have came in with a pretty decent offer, but yeah. like you mentioned, they're not. That's not their first option. No, definitely not. Um, um, what I think also is, uh, I think that, um, I think that, that that's kind of the, the the theme with America right now. I think America is trying to, you know, if they do sell players, it's going to be at the price that they want. Um, I think they're done with getting kind of low ball in the sense um they they think that these players are worth x amount and if they get y amount they're not going to sell and they're pretty firm on that so i think i do got to commend the board on doing that because i think that these players may be much worth more than what teams are offering 
Um, but at the same time, though, I think it's a little bad negotiating because if um, you know if you want ten and they're offering you six, you know, and then you guys can't agree on maybe eight point five, then you know that's you know it's a little you know I, you know I, I think I think you you would settle for eight point five if you were trying to get ten, um, depending on the player, of course. So, you know, whether, you know, I, I don't know any numbers or any logistics behind any transfer. Uh, it's just whatever news is presented to me, and I, and I kind of just go off of that. But if, um, if, that, if that were the case, then that's just by negotiating. Um, and then it seems to be also the reason why Amelia can't sell players, hence for why we can't bring in players. Because uh, you said it perfectly. You know, we can't bring in unless we sell. So we're going to have to work with what we got. That leads me to my next thing with, you know, Richard Sanchez coming back and Renato Ibarra also leaving um, U20 trainings uh, and coming to train with the first team. Now, I don't know what exactly this means. I don't know if um, if Renato just can't play with the U20. Because I, I think there's a rule that if you're not registered, you can't play with the U20s unless you're under 23 or something like that. Um, I have to kind of look back at it and then kind of see what the rule is. But I'm pretty sure that's... One of the reasons why, because if he's not going to play with them this season, then why would he just sit there and just practice with them? It doesn't make sense. They got they, they got their own season to worry about. Um, but don't quote me on that though. That that might just be uh, just a, just a random thought that popped in my head. Uh, that's not that's not definitely 100% accurate. Um, or could it mean that Renato Barra is back? Like Philip said, is Renato Barra back? Is we're, are we going to see Renato Barra with the starting uh, with with the starting team? I, I I don't know. I think we have to wait till tomorrow. Or even to to get more concrete information on this. But what we do know is that he will be there tomorrow with the first team, with Solari, practicing on first team drills and first team everything. Um, so yeah, that's pretty interesting to to kind of to kind of see. I, I didn't think that we get to this point with Dante Barra. Look, I, I I I think we live in a weird time in Americanis in the Americanismo world right now because we don't. We don't have money to buy because we don't. We haven't sold any players because we can't sell the player at the at the asking asking price because no one really wants to buy our players at the asking price because their salaries are way too high. Like it, it's it's a mess. America's created their own mess that they have no solution for. And I mentioned earlier in the podcast that America needed to find a solution yesterday and still has yet to have the answer for that. Look, correct me if I'm wrong, but registration. It has to be in and around this week. I'm talking maybe what? What do you like? Tuesday, Wednesday, the latest. Is it? I would imagine, hmm. right? Like you have to have your team f- registered. Like this is what I'm bringing. Like, and the only reason why you would change those would be because you bring in a transfer or something happens, right? But for the right. most part, you have to you have to settle on your squad no later then next Tuesday. So we're talking about a week's time. America has a week to decide what is going to happen with Renato, what's going to happen with Nico Castillo, what's going to happen with Nicolas Benedetti, what's going to happen with Federico Vinas. With right? Richard Sanchez. What's going to happen with Richard Sanchez? There's five players that I just mentioned. Five foreign players. Two of them in which we have not seen in the preseason because injuries. Injury. Quote, unquote. But remember when we first said that they were injured, but it was no big, re- no big deal. It was just a little knock, no need to, you know, worry about it. Now my question is, something's happened here. Yeah. I think Benedetti's leaving, and as 
as surprising as this would be, I think Vinyas is off the radar as well. Mm, okay, so Benedetti. Um, yes, it seems like he is right there. He's almost 99% sure leaving. That is, that is, that, that is, um, that is the, the, what's going around. Uh, will it happen? It's just, I don't know. I mean, this has been going on for a, a week and a half where it seems like he's, he got the team, but they're just not pulling the trigger. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Like you said, so that's one, Nico Benedetti. Number two is floating out the about it. The door is completely wide open for him to leave. It's just the right offer needs to come in. So those two players are the most keen to leave. Um, Vinyas is kind of the last one to kind of leave. Um, I don't, I don't really put it up there just yet, only because you know Nico Castillo still, you know, isn't at a hundred percent. I don't think he's even at eighty percent to be with his first team. And let's face it, Vinyas is at a much better position right now than Nico Castillo. So I think Solari knows that. I think the board knows that. Um, and listen, Vinyas still has a lot to offer, right? So when given the moment, when given the opportunity, when being fit, Vinyas is definitely a better option than Nico Castillo right now. So I wouldn't. So count why not feature yet. him in the preseason? Now I don't know if it's because of that what you're saying, or he actually is injured. Like I said, tomorrow we'll know more information because that's when you know everyone's kind of back in Mexico. Everyone's all stationed, and we start getting more. Trust me, you'll know, we'll know more tomorrow or Tuesday. I promise you, 100. And we'll keep you guys updated. So definitely stay tuned to our Twitter, Aiga Light Podcast, to get the latest information. Um, but we'll see tomorrow. It could be that I mean, you never know. Maybe Barcelona comes out of nowhere saying, listen, we want Vinyas. Our, our strikers are kind of garbage right now. We need a good striker. <laughs> Vinyas is available. So we'll go get Vinyas. That could happen. I don't know. Uh, but I think tomorrow we'll know more information. Um, another player I wanted to talk about that's kind of going under the radar a little bit is Richard Sanchez. Um, we said it. Well, there was there was rumors about it last season that he was going to leave to Europe. Um, there was rumors uh, last winter that he was gone. And now those rumors are back in this summer. And it seems more now than ever that I think we are seeing our last times with Richard Sanchez in the America jersey. Um, America's waiting for the right offer. Two offers have been made already. Um, but it just doesn't seem to convince America yet. Like I said earlier, the theme about not convincing America with the price, that that's the reason why he hasn't lo- uh, left yet. But this week is essentially crucial. Because if Richard Sanchez, let's say, leaves, on like a Thursday or a Friday, that only gives us Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday to find a player for the start of the next season. And we, we know we're America. We know we're not going to get that. Um, so, you know, if Richard Sanchez were to leave, I would have, I would help. I, I would have liked it to be now, you know, Monday or Tuesday rather than end of the week, just so we have that much more time to find someone. Um, but I know the board is definitely tentative on the situation. I know they have players in mind, um, but it's just, you know, when, when, when is it going to happen? If it's going to happen, because like I said, it's up to the other team, you know, if they, if they want to replace the bid, they, they, they could say, okay, you know what? Our season's really tough for another couple of weeks. So we have time. Uh, so it's going to just only mess up with our season. Um, so that's the kind of thing on Richard Sanchez. Interesting. Dylan saying Barca can't sign anybody. Send Vinas to Hetafe. Not a bad idea. I think the Vinas JG Macias partnership might flourish. Um, look, it's. Uh, I mean, how do we even put it? it? I'm just gonna say it like this. It sucks that our league starts when it starts, right? 
Yes. Only because of the transfer window-wise. And I'm happy because we get to see America a lot sooner than I would see them if they were playing in Europe, right? It'll be another month until we get to see them again. But it's like, come on. Like, what, what, what told the league, like, you know what? We're in the middle of Gold Cup. We're in the middle of the Olympics. Let's start the tournament no matter what. Like, couldn't we just push it back a couple of weeks? That would have been much more ideal. Then we had a little bit more time on our plate to be able to, you know, get these transfers done. But it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. So, AJ, again, here we are panicking, last-minute deals, last-minute buys, thinking, are we going to buy anyone? Are we going to sell anyone? What's your gut telling you in regards to this America side? Do you think that there's going to be some, you know, new additions? Or do you think that, are we even going to sell anyone? Who do you think is more, as your gut says, who do you think is more capable of leaving at this point? If any. It's honestly difficult. So I'm pretty sure like Chris mentioned, um, Chris mentioned, and everyone else here. It's just bad contracts. You think any team is going to want to pay up the money that our players are worth when you realize the weights that they have and the cost, everyone's be like, yeah, no, buy. Even for a loan, you have to pay the side for, um, you'll have to pay their side. They're kind of just like, yeah, no, we don't want them. It's fine. We'll find like some other team either from, yes, yeah, Central or Academy to take over. Just, it's difficult. Like you mentioned, it's a weird time right now, just like where we are, where we just seem to not get any chance whatsoever. Yeah, we did make a couple of signs, but like, are those the bombasas that people were waiting for? And I met a guy. No, not really. Are they nice additions to the team? Yeah, but is it like the players that we wanted? It's question- no. questionable. Not really, but mm, it's better than nothing. But at the same time, you're heading into the new season, and this is almost the same team compared to what I have from last season. Maybe minus maybe two or three players are no longer with us. So it sucks. You would have loved to see signings left and right for America, you know, plays that Solari wants, and then it just seems that that just cannot happen, especially with the, the way we negotiate with other teams. It seems that that's never going to be the case. Whatever Solari has is whatever is what he got. This was going to have to work with, unfortunately. We don't know if we'll be able to really get anyone. In my opinion, I don't think that's going to happen at this rate. It's not going to happen. We'll be heading to the season with most likely the same players. So that's what I think. Interesting. All right, then. Okay, so with Renati Barra coming on to the team, that is officially 12 foreigners. We need to get rid of two. Blow them out. So, quick round question here. Christian, who are the two players that leave America before the, before the start of the season? Um... Nicolas Benedetti. I saw the pain and, in his eyes when he said that. Yeah. And uh and AJ Sanchez. Interesting. AJ, who are your two? I'm going out to Ibarra and Nicolas Castillo. That's my two. Oh, you took my two. I don't want to be <laughs> redundant. All right. I'm gonna go Federico Viñas and <laughs> Nicolas Benedetti. The two that haven't been featured and oh, something's going up. Vinyas hurt me. <laughs> Say that Vinyas hurt me, dude. I mean, I don't want to see him go either, but I mean, it's tough. We'll we have have so, it's tough when we have so many foreigners and we need to let them go or they just cannot be featured at all this season. And they just take up money from us at this point. It's just 
Now, notice how I said the two foreigners that we think will go, not the two foreigners we would like to see go, because that's mm-hmm. that's yes. two different names. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's yeah, that's two different names. Two name, two names that I want to see gone is probably Aguilera. Yeah, uh, damn, uh-huh. that was the next one. <laughs> the next one. I mean, I'll give you mine too, Aguilera and, and Castillo. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, we have too many strikers anyway, so yeah, Nico Castillo too. Honestly. But hey, Aguilera's on the verge of getting the contract extension, right? So, I mean, we'll have to wait and see what happens. This is, oh God, this is terrible. But look, the reality of it is that America, in one week, in one week, so in theory, from today to next week's podcast, a world of a difference should have occurred for America. Meaning we've gotten rid of two players. We might be bringing on one more, meaning we might get a third that leaves. Look, a lot can happen. Christian said a lot of that is going to be put wide open as players report tomorrow to Coapa. I think we'll get a better much understanding as to who has one one foot out the door and who doesn't. Mm -hmm. And then we'll go from there. But next week's podcast is going to be an interesting one. I'll tell you this much because... We'll know as far as who is going to be in the team, as far as foreigners go, and if any at all transfer rumors are coming in, and we have an idea of what this is going to look like. Like I said, this Atlanta game, while it looks like it's just one of those matches that no one really should pay attention to, I think some of the names that get to play that game might be one of their last games in an America jersey if they can't convince Solari to stay. So. It it'll be an interesting one. So that that does it in regards to what you know the team is looking like. Let's let's talk a little bit about the season up up ahead, because if we're, you know piggybacking off of what we just mentioned in regards to this squad, not really looking too much different to than what we saw last season. What can we actually expect from this America side, Christian? Listen, I think I think it all depends on on what the final roster looks like. Um, but I I don't see much changing with America this season. I think that we're still going with the same style, which I don't I don't mind it. Um, I just feel like I think the players that we have right now can give what they what we've seen already. Like I don't think we're gonna see anything overzealous this season from any player that's already here. Um, so what we saw last season is what we're gonna get this season. But is it enough to compete? I think it is. It's just, I think there needs to be a little bit of a mix up front because I think AJ kind of hit on it earlier. Um, yes, you know, win's a win, one nothing wins fine. Um, but in moments where I think you need a bit of a spark, a bit of creative, you know, you know, it, it dodges in you, you know, it, we don't seem to have that right now. You know, could it be Richard Sanchez, could it be Cordova? You know, those, those are two key players that oftentimes provide you with that little spark that you just need going. Um, and they're not here right now to kind of be with the team, to kind of get in and sing with the team, to get the chemistry with the team. Um, so could they be the, the the missing piece? Probably, but we won't know until the season uh, season starts. Um, but what I, what we do know, what we will be sure of is we're going to see the same Salati team with the possession that likes the possession. They like to take the lead, and then from there work the game. Um, you won't find this team down often many times during the season, which I think we all can kind of say that it's a very positive thing. I'd rather I'd rather be up one nothing than be down one nothing in any single game, no matter who yeah. the opponent is. Um but overall though I think that um we're gonna be we're gonna be fine this season. It's just like I think everyone just wants to see more 
I guess just more more spark, more 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 like I, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but definitely just something more, I guess entertaining and upfront because you like, know the players that the the players that we have right now are are good, but that's it. Like they're not great or they're not you know gonna provide you with you know some with sparks that some of these players from other teams can give you at any given moment. Um, but will the job done? I I think it can. I think there's one player that can bring a spark, and that's Roger Martinez. Right, if, I, if, he, I, if, he, if he's committed 100, percent then sure. I mean, you saw what he did against Tigres, and he didn't even look 100 percent in that game. Like he was just kind of like, yeah. When you see when you see Roger play in person, you're just like, God, you're, you're still lazy even in person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he's wicked talented. I mean, you saw that man he did to get to get out of that tight situation by the corner flag. Oh I mean, yeah. Oh. It's so dirty. Now, just imagine you get that for ninety minutes for yes, no, for, for almost all the season. It's just when he feels like it. It's just when he wants to actually play. I mean, there's like this is like he, the, yeah, go on. No, but it seems like it, there's something different with Roger this season. I don't know if it's you know something going on behind the scenes, but it just it just something seems different right now with Roger Martinez. And I think us can see it. You know, you know, high 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 media reporters can see it. Um, even their own teammates can see it. Um, so I don't know if something went on back behind the scenes or what's going to happen in the near future for him, but just know that this is definitely, it just seems like a different Roger Martinez. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's going to be an interesting one. Which is a good thing. Yes. And let's hope we get the best of Roger for the entirety of the season because he will be instrumental for this America side going forward because he has to be, we have to find a way to reinvent some of these players to make it look like they are a new signing. Uh, and that's going to be the tough part. For Solari, AJ, looking into this one, how critical are we of Solari now? Uh, you know, knowing that this is still practically the same Piojo Herrera squad, he hasn't been able to mix it or, or, or shape it around the way he's wanted to because of one thing or another. How hypercritical are we of Solari, not just in the transfer window, but what he's capable of doing this season as well? Hey, remember what he said last season after we lost to Pachuca? Next season, we're going for the title. If that, if he if he puts his word in his mouth, then so be it. We want to see that title happen. Whatever he promised us, that's why I want that to become a reality at this point. See what he can do. If we don't get the players that we need in the transfer window, well, this is what you're going to have in the regular season and throughout the rest of it. Now use these players that you have at your disposal and help us get that 14 title. That's all I want to say. I mean, look, being who we are, America... The bar is always set set so high because it has to be a championship or nothing. Mm-hmm. But let's 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 take our Americanismo cap away and, and let's be as realistic as we can be. Take a step back and be objective. What what should be the true bar for Solari in this season, Christian? Because this squad hasn't changed. We've brought in a couple of players here and there, but they're only fillers. You know, there aren't out and out, you know, starters. Maybe with maybe like Yoon can be here and there and Chava Reyes is, you know, pretending not pretending, being uh, you know, is is someone that we're pretending will be the starter later down the road. What 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 is fair for Solari this season as far as how we judge him? AJ said it it's fourteen or bust. Listen, last season, we probably should have been in that final with Cruz Azul. No doubt about it. I think that we were the better team over two games against Pachuca. 
I think if we would have we would have surpassed Pachuca, we would have we would have beaten our semifinal rival, and we would have we would have put up a, a great fight against Cruz Azul. Um, that being said, this team, like while well, everyone says the team is the same, it is, but you can't say that it's not. If you look at the twenty two from last season, the twenty two from this season, you can't tell me the last season was better than this season. Um, so we did get better in that aspect of overall depth. And will that help? Yes, it will, because we have Champions League that we still need to play. We have games midweek that we need to attend to. That with you know just last season squad, maybe we put too much too much strain on them. And then when time came, because it seemed like as as the season was coming towards like a closing, it seemed like players started you know dozing off a little bit or getting a little bit lazy or just not putting in performances how we started in the beginning of the season. That's kind of often due to. You know, lack of rest um, and just things like that because players need a break too. Um, so I think that we're, we are in good shape. We should be a top four contender this season. Um, and if you don't have us as a top four contender, then that we're just going to prove you wrong. Interesting. It's not to say that I don't have trust in Solari. It's more or less that I don't have trust in this squad to the fullest. Uh, like you mentioned, Christian, there's some players that just already halfway through the season, they just weren't performing as you wanted them to perform. And I'm worrisome that they might fall in the, into that kind of lazy mindset again. Um, and I don't know. I, I feel like the squad needed just that one big shakeup. And we still have yet to get it. Will we get it? Who knows? We might get it midway through the season because a last-minute transfer comes in to try to soup and you know, change America squad, but I mean, I don't, I don't really, I don't really see how this America team is going to get any better from what we already see it as. It's not to say that we're a bad team. I don't think we are, but do we have, you know, the third best squad in the league? I mean, that's, uh, that's tough to argue. And I think we might have the best fifth squad, but it's it's gonna be interesting as to what Salad is capable of bringing out of these players too, um, and and we'll have to wait and see. But uh, I, so, I don't know. So right I'm now, not... so right now, right now, right now, before the season even starts, before we because the season is a whole bunch of surprises, right? Mm-hmm. Right now, if America does win the title, is this more of Solari's doing? Yes, hands down, hands down, hands down, hands down. AJ, yeah, Solari's doing. Okay, just making that clear. Just, just making that clear. And I'm not saying he's not capable of it, but at the no, same no, time, no, 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 that's, no, no, of course not. Of course at not. the same time, I already know how we are as a fan base, and if things don't go his oh, way, of course, it's a lot people easier. are gonna want his heads. Yes, of course, they already want and him because against Pachuca. That, really? I, I, yeah. don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really see much of that. It, to be honest, there was, there was definitely a lot of. Okay, so the fan base, as the season went on, it was you know. There was still, you know, Piojo lovers, right? You know, Piojo can't be replaced. Piojo is the ideal manager for America. Um, said time and time again. As the season went along, some converted, saying, okay, you know what, let's give the man a try. But there's definitely still people out there who still feel that Salati is not the right man for the job. Interesting. I like it here. Uh, AP Jr., that, that king, saying uh, 14 and CONCACAF champions or bust. My expectations are high, as everyone's expectations should be. As an America fan, we are titles or or nothing, right? And I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm saying that that is correct. As an America fan and as an American institution, that is always the case. 
But I just think it's unfair for us to kind of want to chop someone's head off if the results don't go our way because the board didn't bring in or do their job to help and support Solari. Because you can't tell me Solari was like, all I want is Fernando Madrigal, Chava Reyes, and Miguel Ayun, and I will bring you a 14th title. You really think that was what he wanted? Of course not. At By most the way, the door, two players. At most of those little, two, two players that he wanted. That's what I'm saying. The door is still open for two people to come in. It's just we need departures. And like departures. since yesterday. And that's the problem. We don't have those departures. I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I don't think we're going to get any departures. Well, we're going to have to get two afuerzas. How? Afuerzas, I don't know. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, I, I, I don't know. But here's here's the real question. We said that America is maybe in a little bit of a quote-unquote lucky situation that we got the schedule that we got because the first couple of games, they're on paper reasonably favorable for us, right? Even though a couple right. of those games are on the road and that sometimes spells trouble for America. Under the Solari era, I think you mentioned it, one and done, that's the job. Go out there, do it, especially in away territory. That's what I think Solari is mainly focusing on, is trying to see how we can force a victory on you know soil that isn't really favorable to us. And we saw that in this preseason is is, is trying to you know keep your shape and away from home, moving the ball, keeping the ball, having possession, and and working your way around. And I think that's going to be important whenever we do have those road games. But again, favorable position for us to be in get those points, ideally, you know, with the first five jornadas, 15 out of 15 points isn't out of this world. It's actually what we expect. So uh, it, it will be a, it'll be an interesting one, nonetheless. But is there one matchup in the beginning of the season that you guys kind of have an eye on and say, okay, I wonder what this is going to look like? Hmm. Hey, do you want to take this? Ooh. Any of the matchups from this season? Any of them? No, no, no. The first five, because I oh, think that's going to be the interesting one. Yeah, the first five, I think, is the most kind of interesting because, look, I we have Querétaro away, Necaxa home, Puebla at home, Atlas away, Juarez away, and then we have Cholos at home. Well, that's oh, the first six, but the first five. I got to see Juarez, actually. I just want to see what Duca Ferretti can do now with the team that, you know, he's not been with for at least a decade now. So. It'd be nice to see what he can do with FC Guas and see what kind of fight he could put up against America. And we did have a bit of a struggle last time playing against FC Guadis. So I'd like to see what he can do. Um, uh, get some. I think it's going to be an interesting one because that's the double jornada one. That's the double jornada game. That's a Wednesday matchup. And so games are going to be coming thick and fast for America that week. So it'll be interesting to see what they can do on the road. Mm-hmm. But, I mean... The, the home opener. I want to see America do something special in the home opener against Nagaxa. By special, I don't mean I expect like a 7-0 victory over them. I just want to see something, you know, especially mm-hmm. from players that maybe at that point are on the fringe. Let's say, you know, we haven't talked about him, but Leo Suarez, a player that came in, scored some golazos against Pachuca, and then hasn't been able to do anything else this preseason. I, you know, games like that where I think maybe bringing Renato Ibarra could be a plus because it means competition for him. I mean, Karel Campos is breathing down his neck as well, too. And, and that's, you know, that, that should tell you something as well. So I want to see players come out in that home opener, go out there, try to do something. 
Um, and it'll be nice because I think, you know, we'll have fans there. So it should be an interesting one, nonetheless. Um, but again, quote-unquote favorable start of the season for us. Um, and so we'll have to wait to see what happens. And then, of course, after that, we get, you know, our players back from international duty after the first six jornadas. And then, you know, Cordova will be back. Henry will be back. George. We'll see. We'll see how they come back into this, right? Into the rhythm of things. If Solari just puts them back in the starting eleven, or do they have to work their way into it? Uh, will be an interesting one, nonetheless. But like you mentioned, Christian, it, it's it's kind of like you know a topsy turvy world. Anything can happen. It, it's a it's a season full of surprises that we still yet to unfold. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, either you know, we are still America. I know negotiations and things don't really pan out the way we do, but. Listen, there's still a week left to see what, what can happen. And I think this is going to be a big week for us. So we definitely got to stay tuned to see what happens. I think we'll get more clear-cut information on how next season's roster should look like. Definitely. And look, Christian is right. This week is fundamental uh, because of two things. Roster changes, because that has to happen. Uh, and Jersey. Home Jersey kit will be released this week as well. So oh, cool. do not... Uh, do not find away from it. Actually, I might. I, I lied. I'm, it might be next week because knowing America, they like to release it like so late, like the day before we're supposed to play a game. So it's weird how they do it sometimes. Them and Nike, uh, but home kit should be officially announced within this week span. Um, we'll have more information on that, but uh, we'll, we'll get you guys all caught up in regards to that aspect. So big week for America and like transfer. Yeah, it's the one with the big yeah, red patch. Right, it's so, it's the, yeah. it's 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 not it's not good. But am I still gonna get it? Of course I am. Also, that goalkeeper kit in person, my goodness. Like I said last week, Chef's kiss, really good, really really good. Um, but yeah, AJ, anything else to add on? I'm just trying. I'm just trying to see my boy Chucho Lopez get back on the pitch again as soon as possible. Man, he could have been playing against Mexico right now in the Gold Cup if you know Olympia player didn't destroy his ankle completely. That's all I was waiting. I wore the jersey. I was disappointed not seeing his number on there. <laughs> all so right. I'm waiting well, for. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's okay. He'll he'll find soon. his way back. Um, but alrighty then, guys. Prediction for this season: Where do you guys think America places in the table by the end of the Apertura 2021? Christian, two, second place. That's adventurous. AJ, I'm going two as well. I'm going wow, for it again. we are adventurous today. I'm going, going fourth place. Man, I look. This team doesn't fill me with that much confidence. Unless unless something happens crazy within from this podcast to the next podcast that I can change my mind, which I highly doubt it because I don't have trust in this board. I think America finishes fourth. Not to say that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Top, 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 four, top four is the objective. Top four is the objective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now let's say America does make it to the Ligia. How far does this team go? We're looking to check. It's lifting 14, the trophy. It's 14 or nothing. AJ. I replaced my bet, so I can't have to go with that. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. AJ? 
We're going to the final. I'm sick and tired of being eliminated in quarters. Please stop. Especially now that the Waco rule, I think, is non-existent now anymore. Correct. And funny enough, we're the last team to get eliminated by it. So, But this time, now nah, we're going for the final. So I definitely got what it takes to take this team to a final. Yeah, it was unfortunate against Pachu, but this time it's going to be different. I know that. Game having a repeat. I think we make it to the semis and to the semis only, boys. And again, this squad doesn't fill me with much confidence at all. Dude, AJ, I need you to clip this this podcast and then so so we could put it at the end of the season. I got you. I got you. Don't worry. Don't worry. Perfect. Perfect. We have Chris saying, uh, two or three Monterrey and Cruz Azul have a better squad than us on paper, so that's where he thinks we're going to finish. Monterrey, maybe, say- I don't know about Cruz Azul. That's questionable, yeah. Cruz Azul lost, lost players this season. And they're going to lose more. And who they brought in don't really eh. catch your eye like that. I mean, okay. it's still a good team. I mean, it's still the champs. Mm-hmm. Ew, that wasn't the same sentence again. <laughs> I, I gotta stop doing that. Not gonna well, happen again. That's interesting. Look, that's our prediction. Next week, we're gonna talk and we're gonna give you guys a full preview ahead of the uh, Querétaro game. Get you guys caught up with any news and anything that comes in and around the world of America. And then hopefully get back into the rhythm of things. We're really excited for the start of the season. We got some new graphics coming your guys' way, some new ideas. Everything is coming up, Millhouse. And so can't wait to see you guys. uh, Can't wait to show you guys exactly what we have cooking in the lab. Uh, It should be a fun one. It should be an interesting one. And like I mentioned, can't wait to get into the rhythm of things. But again, gentlemen, anything else to add on in regards to our preview ahead of the Apertura 2021? Just excited. Look out for this week. I think this is going to be a uh, a big one. Uh, Thank you guys for coming out. And um, we'll see you next week for the official, I guess, preview of the season. Guys, we're almost, what are we, 10 days away? 14? No, 10 days away? 10. Well, one week and then we play on Thursday. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, three days. Three days. 13 days. 13 days? 10 days. 10 days. 10 days. 10 days. Christian, 10 days. 10 days away. 10 days away from the start of the season. It's literally the 12th. We play on the 22nd. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's literally, I feel like an eternity we could see our boys back on, on an official match soon and um, I'm excited man can't wait mm-hmm. agree agreed and agreed alrighty then gentlemen again thank you guys so much for coming out again to every one of you guys that came out thank you so much it's been a fun one it's been an interesting one like we mentioned next week should be the big one and uh, we can't wait to talk all things Las Aguilas de la America in regards to that aspect. Again, everyone in that went out to the San Antonio match and everyone out of the Liga Mekis English community that was there. Thank you so much. Glad that we actually got to finally meet all of you guys. I'm talking to you, Miggy. I'm talking to you, Brian. I'm talking to you, Rigo. I'm talking to every single one of you guys out there that was able to come out and see the game and, and be part of the you know atmosphere and everything. Thank you so much for making the Alamo Dome as electric as it was. Again, Thank you again to Primetime for making uh, that event possible. And again, to everyone uh, that is watching, that has been watching or listening, you guys make this a possibility, and we thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. All right, gentlemen, the start of the season is just around the corner. Can't wait for us to finally get back into the group of things. It'll be an interesting one. But until next time, you guys take care. Uh, wear your mask. Be safe. And as always, Arriba America. Good night. Ladies and gentlemen, this was another production of the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one source for all things Club America in English. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Eagle Eye Podcast and get all the latest news and coverage. And subscribe to our podcast wherever it is you may listen.